What's up? This is the Crystal Coast Podcast. With Aaron and Andrea Brewer. I'm Aaron. I'm Andrea. Let's have some fun. If you know me, I'm a sucker for a good workout. And I found an awesome place here on the Crystal Coast. It's called the Crystal Coast CrossFit. And it is a community, that's right, a community, just for you to help you on your health and fitness journey. It doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how young you are, they will tailor all of these workouts just for you in a way that will progress your body toward your goal, whatever that may be. You can check them out at Crystal Coast CrossFit on Instagram or crystalcoastcrossfit.com. Don't forget to let them know Crystal Coast Podcast sent you. Happy Memorial Day on the crystal coast of North Carolina. Thank you for always rating and reviewing our podcast. Shout out to Karen Parker, who titled her review, Magic and Electric, five-star rating. If you want to be sucked into the conversation like I was, then run to listen to this amazing podcast right now. It will get you excited to see all that this amazing place has for you. Plus, you will definitely want to be friends with Aaron and Andrea Brewer. They have this energy that just pulls you in and makes you say, I think I need to get to know them. They've been amazing getting to know all things about this local place that I call home. Karen, we love you. Thank you so much for that five-star review. Hey, we want to feature you as well. So go ahead and leave us a review and a rating. We would love to shout you out. I want to introduce this podcast because this was one of my favorite episodes to record. You are going to fall in love with these young people who own sleek detailing. Andrew Daly and his girlfriend, Maddie. I'm so glad I get to introduce this episode because I had no idea that Maddie was coming to the interview. And what you will find out when listening to this interview is that they've been dating for five years, yet they're not engaged. Now, Andrea and I met and were married before a year passed. So I spend half of this interview hounding Andrew about when he's going to propose to Maddie. I could have bought him for a nickel at any given time during this episode. I hope you love them as much as we do. Also, he is really fantastic at what he does. So much so that when we went home to Virginia after having our car detailed by Andrew, people who've known us for years ask us if we had a brand new car of which they had ridden in before. That's how good he is at what he does. You ready to meet Andrew and Maddie? Here we go. Let's have some fun. All right, so I'm chilling at Crystal Coast Brewing Company with Andrew Daly and Maddie, who's Andrew's girlfriend. Maddie, what's your last name? Camp. Camp? With a K. With a K. K-A-M-P? K-A-M-P, yes. K-A-M-P, Maddie Camp. What's your Instagram handle? Maddie Camp. <laughs> Maddie Camp. I'll link it in the show notes. Y'all can y'all can follow her. And and Andrews, I'll, I'll obviously link all your stuff in the show notes too. They can click on it. For sure. Yeah, man. So, how do you feel about your boyfriend driving a van? It's all he's driven since I've known him. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely a shocker at first to crawl into the big black van that was picking me up. <laughs> My parents were a little bit thrown off by it. No doubt. But I'm used to it now. At least it's shiny. It looks good. Yeah. Got to keep it clean. Got to keep, keep stickers clean. on it. Make, make it known. That's right. Did you, did you get the van for the business? 
I actually got the van for dirt bike racing, and then it motocross. It, it was yes, your for first car. It's the only car he's ever. Had. That's the only car you've ever had. I've driven it to high school. Senior year, I had it. How many miles are on it? About two hundred thousand. Are you serious? Yes. You should see. Where's it at? Me and you gonna have a talk when this is done. <laughs> I have because you've seen the one my Honda. Yes. So okay. So need y'all listeners to know this that like. This is funny, Maddie. I, my little brother's name's Maddie, short for Madison. Okay. Yeah, he's a boy. He got made fun of because it's a girl's name. I've only ever known one boy named Madison, yeah. but I have known one. Yeah. So, anyway, I've had the car for four years or so. It's a 2011 um, Honda Pilot. Got it used. And we just moved here like six months ago. So when people from home who knew me and my wife like and our kids driving that car like they know we have that car right your boy did such a good job detailing our car so many people were like did you just get this car is this new did you guys just buy this in North Carolina no way. I, I promise you like multiple people not just like oh it was so funny one person asked this people that know us <laughs> like come to like would come to my house every week like they know us know us mm-hmm. And they were asking if we got a brand new car. That's awesome. (laughs) I definitely try to put that work on every vehicle. That's definitely the outcome I would would love to have for every single one. And I definitely strive for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, clean my headlights. I mean, they were like fogged out and then they were clear. Mm I am not the best driver. And so because of that, like I pulled up under our carport, under the building. And I hit like, like some type of... I don't know, plumbing pole or something, just enough to where all the paint like scratched up the side of the car and stuff. And then like he detailed the car, came back out, and I was like, it's gone. Like it's gone. Like he took it off. Doesn't exist. There was a scratch on it. Doesn't exist. That's awesome. It's good. That paint transfer, man, we got it right off. We took care of that for you. We did. I was was asking Jess O'Neill, who owns Be Local, so the local right. magazine is digital and physical, and she promotes a lot of local business. Super cool. And uh, she's the one who actually pointed us in sleek detailing's direction. Right. Um, that's how we found out, uh, because I didn't win a giveaway that they were doing. And, I, and so I was like, well, dang it, now i got to pay for it. I want it. And so, <laughs> I, um, and so I reached out, and... She told, I was like, I felt really bad because like our, we have three girls. I was like, our car was a disaster. I was so embarrassed to like give him the car. And she's like, oh no, don't. I have two dogs and a whole beach that was in my car and he turned it, he turned it brand new. So yeah, I heard that a lot. I definitely, I've heard that a lot from a lot of people saying like my car is the worst. Um, but I gotta say, uh, I haven't really had one that was too, too bad where I, I looked at it and I was like, oh boy, I don't know what I'm about to do here. But, um, thankfully we haven't ran into anything like that yet, um, but I do got to say that your car wasn't too, too bad compared, yeah. compared to a lot of other people. There we go. I like, sometimes comparison is good and sometimes comparison is bad, right? I do got to say, too, I, animals are probably a little bit worse than children in the back seats and everything. They make what a little bit means, more than a mess. What that means is, Jess, your car was dirtier than mine. I just want to say <laughs> that is what that means. That's <laughs> the best. So, like, why why car detailing like I'm assuming let me go ahead and make an assumption and then you can tell me if I'm wrong or right or go with it go ahead. I'm assuming that because you were around automotive things all of your life like dirt bikes you got used to cleaning up a lot of Absolutely. mess Absolutely. is that correct that's, that's 
part of it, let's say. And then um, my family, I gotta say, my parents are definitely the other part. I, I definitely took a lot from them um, when it comes to cleaning and keeping things clean. You should and, see his areas in our house. And just really? Yeah. The yeah. garage, everything's perfect. Growing He's up, my mom always said, yep, my mom said I had the cleanest room compared to my sister all the time. That's and that good. says a lot compared yeah. to a girl. But she's, That's right. I always learned that from them, keeping things straight. And also, um, I really just kind of leaned towards the detailing phase like of, of work and everything. Like, I really kind of just um, grew into that, I would say. And then I really enjoyed to like it. And um, I, I don't know, it's, it's a satisfying feeling, I think, when I see things get clean. So that's really like what drives me, I think, and, and got me going into it. Like just seeing things get cleaned up and uh, the satisfying feeling after I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and being able to work for yourself. That Make too. Your own schedule. That too. I, I do like working for myself, and that was also part of it. Um, I really was trying to figure out something I can do on my own and start on my own um, with the money I had at the time. So this kind of like also worked into that favor. Um, but it, it also just was like a little bit part of me. I feel I feel like cleaning and everything. I really just enjoy that, keeping things tidied up. So. And that's how you got into it. And that's basically how I got into it. Just it was in the back of my mind for a while and just after going through several jobs just got tired of the boss thing and just wanted to be my own boss I understand that, that. stirred that up and then just really enjoyed cleaning so, so grew into how, when did you start it what year I started honestly right in the beginning of the pandemic did not plan it like that either so mm -hmm. I, I quit my job let's say I think February at the end of February I quit my job and then pandemic started in what, like March, I think? Something like that. That's and when everything started shutting down. Because we down. came straight here. Yeah. That's how, and that's when we decided yeah. to move down here. We were down here for two straight weeks, two and a half or three, something like that, I don't know, with our girls. Mm. And at that point, we were like, nope, ain't yeah. going back. Basically. So, yeah, I, I started it basically during that time. Yeah. Right there, during the toughest part. But it wasn't planned like that. It just turned out like that. And but you, we grew. And you grew. Yeah, we grew, thankfully. And we stuck through it. So, like, how many cars do you only de like? Do you only detail cars? What do you? No, we do. Um, also, we do boats. Mm -hmm. We do campers. Um, sometimes I do some pressure washing if that's also on the you know on the side type of thing. Um, but we do we do marine, um, RV, motorcycles, um, dirt bikes, golf carts, everything you know. but homes. Basically, basically, but we. We can learn into the homes. I'm, I'm growing into the home phase of pressure washing, so that's going to be a soon... Meaning exterior. Yes. Yeah, exterior yes. only. Yeah, because my wife was like, dude, she if you did. can spend that much time on the inside of my house, I will I will pay you so much money. She was like, I don't think that's going to happen. She asked me, she was like, do you clean houses? I was like, well, sometimes I clean them. And she was like, oh my God, can you come do mine? I said, well, I, I pressure wash houses. She's like, oh, oh no, that's, that's not what I'm not, talking about. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But, she she was all she told me that she was all in it. <laughs> she was. That, that is was so funny. funny, man. I'm sorry to let her down. I know, right? So, you were into motocross. Yes, been into motocross my whole life, and that's that's what led me to this direction in North Carolina, from Connecticut. And you lived at a motocross track when you first moved here. Yes, I did. I lived in at, what? In, in that van? No, I did not. And I had that van at the I mean, time, but that's what got me down here. I loaded that thing up, moved into a camper down here at uh, Jimmy Weiner Training Facility on uh, 58. For um, how long do you think? For about two and a half years, I'd say. I was out there um, 
when you met him, was he living there? Yeah, I lived there for a little bit. You lived there? Shut the front door. So basically, I had a, a buddy that was that living was down there already. And it was nice. It was nice. <laughs> I love I asked her the question, how was that? And you look like, it was nice. I'm going to speak for her on that one. The That's camper so was good. a little old. Oh. It was a little old. Was there a shower in it? No. We had a bathhouse we had to go to. So where did you shower? Your dad was okay with this? <laughs> Both the parents were. Like, I think I was 18. Parents, I don't care how old you were. If my daughter's 18 and I'm seeing her living up in a rough situation where there's no indoor shower, I'm like, baby girl. Daddy's got three showers in his house. Why don't yeah. you come home? For it was rough. I only lived there for probably like six months tops. Probably. Maybe not even. But the bathhouse was That's completely what happened. across. You lived there six months. Like, baby, we moving. We ain't doing this crap. Kick me out of here. So we gotta move on. We gotta. We gotta get a place. So you had to walk across. What is it? Camp. Basically. Pretty much. It was like K A M P. Like a you- three minute walk at least. <laughs> It's good. You had to walk across it all. <laughs> Till uh, three minutes. Just to even what go if to it the was cold? Raining. Oh my gosh! To go to the Raining. bathroom. Dark. To go. To, oh my gosh, girl. Yes. Yes. Darkness. I, my everything. girls couldn't do that. My girls are too high maintenance for all that. They are. I can't melt. They. I'm too high maintenance for that. I was. That's dedication to the to the sport right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's. And trust me. There's people that are all in on it. I mean, there's kids that live, you know, the on the vans. road, on their on their vans, like mine. Like straight up living it, and they'll go months on end like that. So I definitely, I, I can't say I had the worst of it, but I definitely didn't have the best. Yeah. But we made the best of it, and uh, my buddy that I was living with at the time helped me clean that camper up. So thankfully, with his help, we were able to make it a living space. Because I think if we didn't do that, I would have much rather been in the been in the van. But cleaned it up, made it nice. So you live in Swansboro now? Pelletier. You live in Pelletier. I'm yeah. unfamiliar. So Pelletier is, is technically considered Swansboro, but it's on 58, and it's in between Stella and Cedar Point or Cape Carteret, right? In between that right there? It's like, it's so confusing. It's, I know. We're technically like between Stella and Maysville. Okay, so it's Stella and Maysville then. But our legal address is a Swansboro address. Okay. Yeah. It's very, it's very confusing. I understand because my, I live in Indian Beach, but my legal address, according to the post office, is Atlantic Beach. Right. So weird. Everything down here is a little strange. Yeah. Right? A little, a little different. Yeah. But we're rolling with it. Figuring yeah. It out. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for something incredibly unique for someone else or something spectacular for yourself, you've got to check out Grace Bell. That's right. Her website is gracebellart.com and you will find just that spectacular pieces, unique pieces that are so beautiful and special to the Crystal Coast. I think she uses local sand. Yep. She uses local sand and all of her pieces have a resemblance of the ocean in a way that you have never seen before. So check her out on Instagram as well, at Grace Bell Art. So that's where you moved from the from motocross track, right? Moved, okay, well I had, I lived in Warrington in between that and I started up a dirt bike track with a, with a guy Warrenton. Warrenton, North Carolina. Okay, I was Virginia thinking Warrenton, border. Virginia, because there is a Vir- Warrenton, Virginia. I was on which the border. Is, well, there's another Warrenton, Virginia up up in Northern Virginia where I'm oh, from. Seven hours from here. I got you. I was right at that border, though. I mean, it was right there. Yeah, because so, I mean, we got... were about to like start talking all the familiar things that we knew. Like, <laughs> no, not that Warrenton. No, no, no different no. Warrenton. Are you up near like Rocky Mountish? Pretty much, like right okay. around there. 
Yeah. Like right around there. I, I, there was. A, I guess Roanoke Rapids is just what it really is. That's right? Yeah, like right around that same area. Yeah. In okay. that in that cluster right there. Yeah, right up there. But um. So and you went there too? No. No. Oh. I stayed at my parents' house. In Cedar Point. But he lived at my parents' house for a little bit before he went to Warrington. Okay. In Cedar Point. Okay. So I went from Maysville to the dirt bike track to her house in Cedar Point to Warrington for about a year and a half, for about a year or so, and then back to her house in, in Cedar Point, and now we're in Pelletier. Okay. So this is the most moving I've ever done. Oh yeah, I've, I've been stationary for my whole life until right. now, so. Right. <laughs> From Connecticut to North Carolina, to North Carolina, to North Carolina, to North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, North Carolina. just kind of going all around. But now you're staying in the Crystal Coast. Yes, we're staying here. I and, like this, so, here. and so you started your business after you came, after you moved all the way back. Oh yeah, I started it down here um, after the dirt bike phase, after the landscaping phase, everything. Landscaping phase. Just did a little <laughs> landscaping in between the in between the dirt biking and all. That's cool. That was the figuring out part, what the heck I was going to do and all. Um, I understand that. So that, that, You're an entrepreneur, man. Yeah, man. That's trying Welcome to, figure, to the gig. It doesn't happen tomorrow, you know what I mean? It I takes know. process, so just got to go with it. I have reframed my entire... People ask me what I do. Like, today I was somewhere... I forget where I was. And they asked me what I do, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I do. I do everything. Like, that's it. That's I'm a fun answer. entrepreneur. That's right. There you go. I do it all, man. I just want to have fun while I'm doing it. and That's right. That's all you can and do. And, like, the next time we do a podcast, like, we're going to detail a car together. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, you're going to have to fix what I do behind it, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna podcast while I look, jack up somebody's car. Look, I'll supervise, and then I'll fix no, it no, after. No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll put the blame on you. Maybe we'll just... motocross, and I'll... I can teach you a couple things with that now. Can you do, like, tricks? I can do a couple of tricks. I've almost killed myself doing a few tricks, so I've kind of not done that as much. But we can do a heel clicker. You know, we can throw a whip or something. Heel clickers, you know, bringing the feet over the handlebars, and then we can oh, throw a whip. Okay. We can bring the bike sideways a little bit. Um, but yeah, have not, you ever flipped with a bike? Not <laughs> intentionally. I was gonna Let say, me say intentionally. Yeah, accidentally, but no, not intentionally. No. Definitely don't do it like that. Yeah. That's that's some balls and stuff right there. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta be reckless for that type of thing. Have you ever done it on pavement instead of dirt? No, I have not actually. Only don't dirt. do that. Yeah, no. I was I just wondering. No, I definitely. I don't. I don't run good with pavement in like woods. I stick to tracks. I don't do woods either because trees are not my friend. So uh, I don't. Trees do that. are not. Have bad things happen around trees or something? You're gonna, you're gonna find a tree and wrap yourself around it. So I definitely stay away from those as much as possible. Mm. Do you dirt bike, Maddie? He put me on a little one one time. A little one, of the little mini ones. A little mini one with a little <laughs> yeah. clutch, and I, I told figure it I out. I just put it around for a while. That was, special. that was it. Yeah. That was it. What do you What do you like What do you like to do for fun while he dirt bikes or motocrosses? He likes me to take videos and pictures. Do you do photography? I mean, no. I have a no. decent camera, so she does like her pictures. She does yeah. come off with uh, some really good pictures. So though, you sometimes. do photography? I like, you have a decent camera. I could do photography. I definitely okay. have like a, a an eye for it. I definitely don't take that seriously. It'd be more of a hobby, if anything. But I, I could do it, and then I usually I'll tell her stand here and get down, or like aim this way, aim this, this way. way. The sun's over here, so you gotta get this. <laughs> but she does a really good job sometimes. She comes out with really good pictures. Yeah, you're welcome. So what do you do for fun besides photography? Under his direction, <laughs> we don't really do much. I honestly work a lot. Yeah. I work. Do you work? Oh, shut up! Fun. Have you guys been there? We actually have not, and we've vacationed here for a long time. And so, my brother and his wife. I remember when it opened, mm -hmm. 
and my brother and his wife went there for a date and we were going to but we did not um we have a neighbor who frequents there because her husband um is one of the founders of transportation impact Mm -hmm. and so they they're all the time telling us like you got to go there you got to go there it's fantastic um, I interviewed someone the other day. I'm trying to remember who it was, and they were telling me you got to go to Caribsy. You got to go to Caribsy. You guys should come. It's really good. I, I will. I when we're there, I will. In fact, we have a date night Saturday, and we're not sure where we're going yet. So and they also have a rooftop Saturday? bar, which that, is really nice. Jess told that's who. Once you said that, it clicked. Jess told us. Jess told me Caribsy is is her go to, mm-hmm. and the rooftop bar is where she would take her family yeah. before she would go out. It was so nice up there. You can see the ocean, the sound, the sunset. Is really Fire pits, nice. full dinner The steak menu. and cheese is really good, too, <laughs> if you're looking for something steak to eat. Sandwich. This is, steak sandwich. Um, is that what it is? This, was, this is, is really my nightly good. view. This is just at random. I have 50 of these on my phone where I just, every night I take a little picture before I go to sleep. That's my oh. view from my bedroom. It's my bedroom window right there. I Look, know. I now, that's what and I got I have, the eye for, some I've sunset pictures. got but. the same view out my, uh, this is the same sunset but from my regular, my living room window. What just floor are you out. On? We're on the second. If we're on the seventh, it would be, can you imagine how big, like. So nice. So on the seventh floor, you can see the ocean on one side, like complete, no, it, like you can see completely over the ocean, right. over top of right. summer winds. And then on the, and then from, you can look on the other side and just see the bridge, both bridges. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really there. cool. And the sunsets there are just spectacular mm-hmm. we that was a sweetheart deal we got to like it fell it fell into our laps it's not like because we hadn't we couldn't get a loan for our house mm-hmm. because i quit my job mm-hmm. not thinking yeah and then we moved down here and i was like oh my gosh what did i do and there and i couldn't get a loan and the guy the owner financed it like it, it was it was i'm telling you like god was like here you live here. That's, like, that's pretty interesting because the guy there said it was hard to find, or some yep. guy that was living there said it was hard to find a place there to live. Or yep. like usually they're There's like taking... There's only one for sale now and it's the one right next door to me. Really? Mm-hmm. I bet you it's going to get taken quick. I would love to buy it and knock a hole in the wall. That would but be nice. Was, but I would need them to finance it too. Like, no, keep it a little cut yeah. in on this. <laughs> so you work at Caribsy. Yes. Often? Probably like three times a week and then mm-hmm. I help him on the side. Shut up. I do. You didn't come to my house. I didn't. I don't know where. What's I'm your favorite part working. of detailing? I like I like doing the wiping on the inside. While he vacuums the floor, mm-hmm. I like take my little detail brush and get in all the cracks and crevices. That's why Are you a clean freak too? Kind she of. is. She's very good for the job. So it's suited very well. Yeah. Right, does anybody else work for you? Or is it just you two? It's, it's really mainly me and then it's just sometimes her. Okay. So basically, it's just me. Most of the time, it's just me. Have you ever had like weird requests? Um, I mean, not really weird, but there are just you know a couple people that are very picky with everything. So you just gotta make sure you you know you do what they say because obviously that's gonna be the first thing to look at or whatnot. Yeah. Have but you I ever w- had a mishap? I did actually. And <laughs> thankfully, the mishap happened to a painter's vehicle, so okay. he was able to fix my mishap very easily. But I was trying to take off some paint transfer, like I did to your car, yep. and this is how I learned not to do this anymore. Look <laughs> at you. I use I, I use some uh, product on the mirror, on the back of the mirror where it's black, and took the paint right off with it. Like the paint transfer came off, but so did the black paint and everything. And it was a huge smudge. So that was the biggest uh oh I've had, and yeah. thankfully. 
it was to a painter's van. So he was like, man, we, we, we spray paint these black like about, you know, every six months or so, so you're good. I said, thank God. Because I definitely would have had to buy him a mirror after that. There was no mm. fixing that. Yeah. But I definitely, I try to always learn, like if there's a job that someone asks me to do and I, I don't really know too much about it, I do as much schooling as I can before it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to go in there blind. You know what I mean? I'm definitely going to go in there knowing what not to do because I don't want to find that out at the time. That That's, was one of the things I really appreciated about reaching out to you was when I reached out to you, I asked, I asked him about, I've got some interior car crap because when I bought my car used, some of the upholstery leather on the arm, I, I keep my arm everywhere, man. I'm always right. have arms on all the stuff. And That's I, and just I usual wear yeah. anyways. Yeah, and so it just ripped. And so uh, um, duct tape seemed to semi-match it, so I duct taped it. <laughs> and he was like, man, I can't help you with that. As opposed to, I'll figure it out and just tell him yes. Because yeah. so many people would say, oh, I can do whatever just so they can get the extra buck. Yeah. And then just half-ass it. I would exactly, and I, and I would hate I'm to sure. leave someone hanging as long as my like parents that. Don't listen, I can. Say <laughs> um, I heard that. I was wondering what. So, yeah, right. Yeah, right. So <laughs> censored. I know, right? I'm gonna have to put explicit on this because <laughs> you hear beeps coming up all now so, and right. Then. So like my my kid. That's so funny about that. So like my kids. Um, I, my three girls, they're nine, six, and three, right? Uh-huh. So one of the things that we tell them is... I mean, they listen to whatever music... Like, they listen to music. Whatever it is. Popular, they listen to it, right? I mean, they'll listen to, like, the Wiggles. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And then they'll turn around and listen to, like, I, I don't know, Cardi B. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, time out. Can't say that word in the house, all right? We got it, like, out, like, everyone else where we live is, like... 70 and older, 80 and older, I'm being nice, 80 and older. And so I'm like, whoa, those words can't go around these people, right? They don't even know what that word means. That one's okay. Like, so, but we're trying to teach our girls because we grew up in such a strict environment. Mm -hmm. My wife's dad's a preacher, 35 years, Pentecostal preacher. Oh, wow. My grandfather was a pastor. My uncle was a, pa was a pastor. He just passed away from COVID. Crazy. Um, Sorry, to hear cousin, about that. thank you. Cousin's a pastor. I was a pastor. Like really strict and yeah, really strict no upbringing. So like I, we are we started a church in Virginia that was the opposite of strict. And so our whole thing was like you don't have to believe to belong. You just belong no matter what. That's, That's it. And it grew like crazy. So like awesome. within two years we had 650 people, yeah. right? And so that was kind of our, like, that's our whole modem. Like, that's our mode of operation of, like... I like that. Yeah. Like, everybody belongs, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that we just felt very restricted from our religion, religious upbringings. And so, not, not to bash, it's great for some people. It just wasn't... It's not It's not how we want to raise our girls in that type of strict environment. The good thing is you went through it, so you're not judging from an outside perspective. Exactly. Like, you went through it, so you exactly. guys know exactly what you're talking about. Right. So... Because of that, like, you can't swing the pendulum to the other side. You know what I'm saying? Right. So with my girls, it's not like, oh, everything's great. Like, I can't just sit there and let you do anything you want to simply because I was raised where I couldn't do anything. Right. So we're trying to teach them the balance of home is a safe space. So we just, like, let them say whatever they want to at the house, right? Like, if they want to curse, they're, like, they're so young and innocent. They don't even know what they're saying, Right. right. But they're also so inquisitive. Like, my nine-year-old is brilliant. So she and the six-year-old the other day, they're in the bath, right? They got, like, bubbles up, like, to their heads. And, 
And I'm bringing them like they want they want fancy drinks. So while they're in the bubble bath with the jets on, I got to go out and make them like I don't know Shirley Temple. With that is exactly extra it. Extra cherries. That's it. I'm making them like you know fun little. It's probably like sparkling water, like Lacroix or something, with a little bit extra flavoring or something. Like I'm, I'm bringing these to them in 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 champagne flutes. That's awesome. So they're up on the. They're in there. The little three-year-old's like bouncing around. She has no idea what's going on. What's up. <laughs> and they're starting giggling. And I was like, what? Like, what are y'all laughing about? They were like, go over there and bring us a washcloth so you can wipe the shit off my ass. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I turn around and I'm like, I cannot believe like I didn't say anything. Like, I just walked out. I and wish I, I got laughing. that on video type deal. Yes, right? <laughs> and I'm like red as red could be, man. Like I am red, and I walk out, and and Andrea, my wife, is like, "What happened?" And I was like, "This is what they said." And like she lost it. I lost it. That is hilarious. Ah, you gotta be careful. <laughs> like it's so funny, but we're like trying to tell them like. Don't say that around the like around your grandparents. Don't say that around these like this is only right. us five. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. our safe space for it that. It was interesting. Hey, so I found out about this fantastic business that literally does pretty much anything you need done. It's called East Coast Concierge. Like get my groceries, walk my dog, clean my house, take care of my grandma. Yep. Even stock your vacation home with groceries before you show up or get your second home on the Crystal Coast ready for your next visit. Okay, give me the details. How do I get in touch? Well, on Instagram, you you can follow them at East Coast Concierge Service, or you can go to eastcoastconciergeservice.com. Awesome. And don't forget to tell them Crystal Coast Podcast sent you. So I feel like we need to put an explicit sign on our window. Like, at our, <laughs> at, like instead of, yeah, we need to put it like, you know, parental advisory on the front door so people know when they come in, like our girls are going to be saying some things up in here. They got like a beware of dog signs, beware of child's <laughs> language. <That's> exactly. <laughs> right. Right, that's exactly right. Like our child doesn't have to rest; they're just allowed to say these things. Like, right, like, oh, just deal, with it. <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, it's crazy. That is funny. Yeah, but I feel you with that. Just let them have that freedom a little bit. You gotta have the freedom this. because if they don't learn that balance at home, they're gonna learn their own balance. I've, I know, and my wife and both, we both know, you're gonna learn that balance somewhere, and it's better learning in a safe space where you're safe, yeah. than to have to not really be safe and figure it out somewhere else. I mean, we both went to college. Like, my wife and I, like, we know what it's like living in a strict environment, moving away, doing whatever the heck you want to do. And what happens is, you're going to try all the things you want to try. You're going to do all the things you couldn't do. You can do it safely because you had a safe space to be yourself. Or you can go... Absolutely. You can go buck wild. Yeah. And, and, and it's not a safe space. Because ain't nobody going to look out for you like your mom and dad do. Heck no. And that's why you, we just feel like we can create that safe space when they're, you know, infants or nine, six, and three. That even if it's just being themselves and being crazy, sure, just being yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, you want to yell, yell. You want to act a fool, act a fool. Like, right. and doing that and seeing that just really helps them be able to be themselves when they're middle school, when it's tough. High school when it's tough. Right. and know that it's not going to be don't do this don't do that like this is home like we're going to love you through it 
And that way, when something does come up, like they're 16 and pregnant or something crazy like that that's big or they're 18 and, and they have way too much to drink and they're in jail. Right. Because they weren't doing what they should be doing. <laughs> and whatever it is that it is, that when they, they know they can call us and not have to call some other person. And they're, and they're, and they're not going to get thrown out of the house. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's got to learn. Some people got to learn the hard way. Some yeah. people try to learn you know, sooner than later, but I think it is good to learn it younger while, or while you're young so that way when you're older, you're prepared for it. Yeah. I'd rather, rather see kids like that than try to figure out why they're older and then end up in jail or something like that. Right? Do it the wrong way. Yeah. You ever been in jail? I have not. Have you ever been in jail? No. I've never been in jail. No. We got clean records over here. That's good. Clean records and clean cars. That's right. My God. Keep it clean all the way around. All right. Elephant in the room. You've been dating five years. I've heard this so much. When's it happening? Look, the guy, I, the guy I've been living with, or I started to live with in '58, Jimmy Weiner. So you 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 swing both ways? No, 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 no. He has he has been nailing this on me though for as long just, as I can remember. Ever since we started talking though. When are you gonna put the ring on it? When are you gonna put the ring on it? I do have a promise ring. It's just not on my finger right now. What does that mean? I have a promise ring. Cause what the world I came from and promise ring and the world and, and whatever you're saying right now mean two totally different things. Right. What does your promise ring mean? So I never had a promise else? ring. You know, it was called a promise ring. Really? And so if you're, yeah, if you're in church world, they, they probably call it something else now today. And in fact, I'm pretty sure they branded it and people like <laughs> buy this brand. Like I'm pretty sure somebody made a business idea out of it. However, probably there's this thing that's like promise ring. And what it is, is like you put the, like a girl wears it or guy. I think everybody wears it now. I don't really know how it works. You wear it and... It is a promise that you will keep yourself pure until marriage. I remember I had some friends. Let's just assume that is not what your promise ring is. That is not what my promise ring means. <laughs> I guess it just means... I promise to engage to you one day? Basi yeah, basically. Yeah, basically it means, for me at least, that I promise to, you know, keep this together as long as possibly could until that next step of the engagement, if, if there becomes engagement or anything like that. Wait a minute, but so how it. did he give you a promise ring? And how long ago was this? Because if you've been dating for five years. Let's keep it real too. I do not give promise rings to nobody, so. Those are double negatives. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, I know. It's, you're <sighs> Connecticut, it's okay. That, that Connecticut is known for their double negatives. Uh, they're known for a lot of things. They're not, <laughs> and it's not very much. So here's things. what I want to know. This is getting sticky, I want to know though. I want to know, in the world listening, we want to know when, when, when he gave you the promise ring, did you think he was giving you something else? Absolutely not. It was for Christmas. Okay. And it was heart-shaped. Okay. Where I, is it? Did you even say anything? Where is it's it? It's in my jewelry box. It's in your jewelry box. So you don't wear the promise ring? Not all the time. I've had it for a long time, though. And I wore it a lot. Define, I I, define I've had it for a long time. Because you've been together five years, ish. I think 2018. I was gonna say like probably around two years after. We, That's so two and a half, two and a half years ago, three years ago. How long does he keep his promises? Because if we're getting, we're getting, we're getting halfway through this relationship, so far, what's going on here? 
put me on the spot right now. What's keeping you from this? This is like, wait, you, you need more money or something? Is that what you think <laughs> is going on here? I'm just, honestly, what I'm waiting for is just to make sure I'm settled down in a, in a space where I know that if we're like together like that, we can, we can grow and be stable like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't want to put us in a situation too early and make us feel like we're jumping the gun. Like, I don't want to jump into marriage and be like, now you're married, now you got to do everything like a married person and all that. Like, I want to enjoy it while it's still a relationship, like girlfriend, boyfriend, or however you want to put it. But I want to enjoy it like that, and then once it starts getting serious into marriage, save that to when the time is right. Don't rush it, you know what I mean? Just enjoy the moment while it's, while it's at it. So. That's basically what my promise is. That's to your enjoy promise. The to enjoy the moment. That's good. Yes. That's good. We're just gonna leave right there. You take a little sip. <laughs> I'm gonna drink to that. Are right you drink there. To that. What are you drinking, by the way? You're drinking a coconut cream imperial milk. Yes. Stout. No, coconut cream cake imperial milk stout. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Honestly, I've never had a beer like this, and I would probably this is this would be my one of my favorite beers. Honestly, I've all right. Ever had. We're not gonna cut to commercial. So. This is the commercial for Crystal Coast Brewing <laughs> Company today. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. That was it. That was it? That was that was the commercial for the Crystal Coast Brewing Company right there. Typically, I'm going to jump to commercial. You're doing the commercial for the Crystal Coast Brewing Company live without jumping to commercial. Okay, so then I'll tell you right here. <laughs> <laughs> look, I... What, tell us how it tastes. It tastes amazing. Uh, look, I'm, let, me ta- let me taste a little, little taste real quick. Smooth. Mm. Savory. Oh. A little bit of sweet. Mm-hmm. But the coconut flavor, the hint of it, is just right to where it's not overpowering, but it gives you a really good, gives you a really good taste to where you want to take another sip. You can only get this at Crystal Cross Brewing Company. You can't get it anywhere else. That's true. There it is. And the pause was him taking a sip. <laughs> that is it. That's the best commercial I think we're gonna have on our entire show ever, right there. I can now say it on a commercial because. <laughs> Look, we're winging it over here. That's good. That's we're right. winging it. That's how we do. Okay, now we're back from that commercial, which we never really took a break from. But I want to know your perspective on that. Like, what do you think about it? Like, what do you think? Like, like, do you agree? Like, let's just wait, wait, wait until it gets, like, until we feel comfortable. I mean, yeah, I'm in no rush. I mean, you're only what? He's you're 23. 23. You're 23. 22. You're 22. Yeah. Oh, I got married at 22. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Had kids at 25. Oh my parents, God. both my parents, were married at like how long? 22 did you know or something like that too. All right, that was, say that question one more time for the audience so they can make sure they heard it. How long did you know your wife before you guys got married? How long did I know Andrea? I met Andrea June the 12th. Oh God. 2008. We got married May 16th, 2009. We had not known each other a year. We met June 12th. We were engaged August, excuse me, October 16th. You just knew? I just knew, Naturally. Man. Naturally. I you know, agree to, with that. And truthfully, truth of the matter is, I would do it the same way all over again. In fact, if all over again, I would have met her June 12th, married her June 13th. But, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, um, as much as I, we would both do it the same way all over again, I think the culture we were raised in really pushes that get married type deal. Yes. And so, you know, in our world that we came from, a lot of people get married young. So, 
for better or for worse. Luckily for us, for better. But we didn't know each other a year yet, and so. But I always love like asking questions like that. There were there's a real estate um, there's a real estate couple that I interviewed a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't know if it'll air before or after yours, but I asked them how they met because they're both real estate agents and they're in a relationship. I think they're married. Mm-hmm. Um, and they yeah they're married and they said Tinder. No way. No kidding. Right? That was my response. No way. I'm like, did you like, did you swipe right or left or I don't know what you do because I've never been on it. But what did you? What happened here? She's like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah I just swiped and this. I'm match. like, this is so right. I'm like, this is so interesting. I've never met anybody who met on Tinder. Like, who does that? It's almost like a fake story in a way. <laughs> right? You would never believe it. How old were they? Middle aged. No. I mean, they probably. I'm sorry, y'all, if y'all don't think you're middle aged, but compared to us. All right, compared to them, you're middle-aged. I'm 34, so I'm way older. I'm like a decade older than them. But I am at least a decade younger than the real estate folks. So anyway, middle-aged. I would say middle-aged. I think they would consider themselves middle-aged. What, are they trying to live to 130? They're middle-aged. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, but it's probably more promising being middle-aged to find a match on Tinder, Tinder and to get married. Yeah. Tinder, right? Like match.com. Right, something like that. Like, something more professional <laughs> right. that you had to pay for and <laughs> not like, something free. Like Bumble or something. <laughs> what the heck is Bumble? I think Bumble Just like Tinder. is Tinder. It's another, it's another Tinder. How do you know about it? Why are you still on it? We, yeah, you've had Tinder? We've had, <laughs> I, this is getting good over here. This was, bef- this was before relationship stage. Yes, Bumble and Tinder. We had them both and... Neither worked out, oh, and what worked done. out was she's going home with Google. When did Tinder launch? When did Bum- when did Bumble launch? When was last signed on? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, Bumble is the same thing though. Y'all met on a fishing pier. Fishing mm-hmm. pier, yes. The fishing right pier, Emerald. Like the the Bogue Inlet pier. Mm-hmm. Yes. You met on it. Literally at the very end, at the top. Right at the top. The top. Where you walk up. At the end, mm-hmm. like like in the middle of the ocean, ish, mm-hmm. whatever. Literally, we were looking one way, they were looking one way, turned around, and like, hey. And that was pretty much it. And that was 2016, I think. What month? Do you know what month? September. Okay. It was right around Labor Day. Yeah, it was. Interesting. So interesting. It'd be fun to, like, take video footage and see who was on the pier that day, because I might have been on the pier that day. That would have been awesome if I were here vacationing that month. And it would have been, awesome. been awesome, right? It would be awesome. You guys ever look down there and see the sharks from the pier? All the time. Yeah. How often do you go back to the pier where you first met, like, just to reminisce? If you haven't, you need to do that. We've, We've been, been there, there a few times. times. Yeah, a few times. It's been a while, though. We haven't even had time to go to the beach. Just between have you ever, like, reenacted that? <laughs> <laughs> we would need the other two people. Yeah, we go, we go and just, you know, feel the moment out and all, but no, we know. I think we carved our initials up there. You did? That's so cute. I'm going to go find it and take a picture of it. I am. I'm going to find it somewhere. I know there's tons up there, but I'm going to go find it. And if I find it, we will take, we'll snap a picture of it and tag y'all in it. That's awesome. It'll be awesome. I know, right? That is so cool. So do you like surf or anything? Do you you, you ever surfed or done anything like that here? Like water? I've tried to surf. How'd it go? Taught myself and will say not too well. (laughs) I I need a t-shirt. You need a teacher. I need to be taught. I hear Southwell Southwell Surf Shop has fantastic lessons. All right. My family did some of those. Yeah. How'd it go? Anybody still surf? It was my cousins, so they're like from Ohio. Mm -hmm. So they they don't know how to surf surf. in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Same with Connecticut. There's no. Does Ohio? No. Does Ohio border a Great Lake? Yes. It ain't no surfing on the Great Lake because it's a lake, right? Yeah. No. No way. They 
it's Lake Superior, or is that Michigan? I don't know. I don't know. I never lived in Ohio. Wakeboard is probably the closest. I just think of a spot. That was good. <laughs> but what is it? Where are you this? Lake Michigan. I don't, I don't know. Obviously, you didn't live near the lake. No, I didn't. No, you lived in Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> if I said names, would you would you know these people? Famous from Columbus. All right, so, uh, I mean, okay, so you know LeBron James. He's not from there, but he's from Dayton, Ohio. He's from Cleveland. No, he's from Dayton. Oh. He played for Cleveland, played but for he's Cleveland. from yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a famous Akron. I'm player. sorry, he's from Akron, which is not far from there, but yeah. Akron. He's That kid from Akron is his hashtag. Oh, really? That kid from Akron. Yeah. His son is also. So, fun fact, in Akron, there where he went to school, um, St. Crap, what is it called? Vincent? St. Vincent? I forget what it's called. Whatever it is. They played against our high school um, in basketball at like a national tournament. So I got to watch him play Carmelo Anthony. Did you? Really? In high school, y'all. That's awesome. It was it was amazing. And we knew, like all we knew was they're both being recruited. Like this is big high school stuff. That's like being, Michael That's Jordan being from Wilmington. What's that? That's like Michael Jordan being from Wilmington. Guess who's coming to Moorhead City June the 17th? Did I just spit the name out? Michael freaking Air Jordan. No kidding. I'm so excited. Like, I'm a fanboy. Like, I will... What's he, he going to awesome. be here for? The, the Big Rock Fishing Tournament. Oh, he was at the last one, his, Yes. His boat is called Catch 23. Mm-hmm. He'll be there, and he'll be drinking Reed's coffee. Just throwing that out there because he will. Because it's, have you been there? No. You haven't been to Reed's? I saw it on like Be Local and whatnot lately, and I wanted to try it. You gotta go. There's, Where is it? you know, so I love coffee. Love all the coffee shops in the Crystal Coast. I've never had, never had coffee as good as Reed's ever anywhere. And I've had a lot of coffee. Yep. My wife had something called a bulletproof jacket. They had MCT oil and some other stuff in it. She had one yesterday, and she said it was the best drink she's ever had. We're missing out right now. I know. I that's, know. That's kind of like the um, Two Crazy Donuts. Oh, yeah. I, I saw their truck that. today. Their donuts are awesome. Really? Awesome. They were down by the COVID vaccine place at Kmart where I got my second shot. <laughs> you should have got re- some donuts. Yeah, you should have got some. There today? you go. They should have given me one free for the second <laughs> shot. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm so afraid we're going to wake up tomorrow morning feeling like terrible. <laughs> I hope I don't. I hope not either. I know. If you go down Arundel Street, hang a left on 8th Street, they're on the corner of 8th and Evans. Okay. The Big Rock Center, they're right across the street from it. It's perfect. Oh, right, it's amazing. right across from the campus right there. The college. Isn't that the college right there? That's that way. Go that way. That way? <laughs> yep. Don't take a left. Take a right. Take a right. Gotcha. If you're coming from the island to the... Yeah. Gotcha. You gotta try it. It's amazing. Amazing. I sent you... I'll let them know. Let them know. Yeah. Hey, if you're looking for some inspiration in your life, maybe something to boost your faith, you should check out freshfaith.org or on Instagram at freshfaith.org or on Facebook at freshfaith.org. It's what we do to help speak into people's lives using the gifts that God has given us to change the world. And we believe it can change your world so that God can change the world through you. Check it out. www.freshfaith.org. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and every podcast platform that you have. So anyway, so why was I talking about Reed's? Oh, because Michael Jordan's gonna be drinking Reed's coffee. You better believe it. it. And he's coming. He's coming. And because it's the Big Rock, and I'm a fanboy. I'm gonna be on that boat. Jess was on the boat. Was she? Really? She got on the boat. 
on the boat. Lucky. I'm telling you what, there's no one else I'd rather meet. So, little known fact, right? When I was a kid, this is stupid. Y'all made fun of me. Don't make fun of me. When I was a kid, I used to pray. My mom would like, you know, bedtime prayers. And you got to understand, shut up. You know, Michael Jordan was like the thing. Like, he was it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would, like, all night long, we would, I, I never forget, we're watching, like, the series. Like, some of the, some of the, so the series is, like, the championship series, right? The playoffs, like, but the championship series. Right. And I'm watching them play, like, the Utah Jazz. So that was the big rivalry back in the day. It was the Utah Jazz, which had John Stockton and Carl Malone against Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Steve Kerr, like the, the franchise of the Bulls, right? Right. Like, they, that's back when they wore, like, the little shorts that were, like, polyester, okay? And I had the mimic outfit, right? I was, like, five. And I have one of those little tight basketball rims that are plastic like where you put the water in the bottom. door or something like that. Well, I would play in my dad, like in my mom and dad's room. There was a little, small, like twelve by twelve TV that we would be watching on with with bunny rabbit antennas because I'm old, okay. <laughs> and so they, it would be on, and I, while we're watching it, me and dad were playing, and I was Michael Jordan, of course, and he was the other team. And so, yeah, man, like I like like that, like Michael Jordan was it when I was a kid. So I would pray, but like I know. I know. I don't know if anybody else knows, but I know. I'm with you on that. So I would like, mom be like, you had bedtime prayers? I'd be like, yes. Dear God, please turn me into Michael Jordan. And here's the caveat. If you can't do that, please make me black. In Jesus' name, amen. Like, that was my bedtime prayer. Like, I prayed this sincerely, y'all. They didn't know pun. Like, I was sincerely begging God. Like, God, you did two things. One, I'm not Michael Jordan. Two, you made me the wrong color. Okay. And so, like, felt it in my soul. And so, like, I'll never forget. Like, it was like a year later, and I prayed that every night, every night, because I believe God can answer prayer. He did I hope not. You meet him. He did not answer prayer. He did. Not. He did not. I've never dunked. I'm five eight, and that's. Well, um, you better at least let you meet him at least. At right. Least. I need to. So I was. It was a year later. And I looked, and I was at the dinner table. My dad wasn't at the house. My mom was in another room. I was eating dinner, and I and I remember going, "Mom, mom!" And like she's like, "What? What? What's wrong?" And I was like, "He's doing it. He's doing it." And I looked down and I had a, my first freckle. <laughs> I was like, "He's turning me black." <laughs> no kidding. Legit, dude. I was dead serious. That is hilarious. Yep. That's one of the funniest stories. I, right? Like, it is true. Like, I would. I'm going to be ecstatic when I meet Michael Jordan. It's going to be awesome. That is awesome. People should. People should. I might get a restraining order and everything put against me. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I mean, I wish he was here last knew he was here last year because yeah. that was kind of like a shock to see that he was here. Like, yeah, I, wasn't I think now that people that. know, right. it's going to be difficult. Even last year, you couldn't get on the docks, apparently, oh, where really? he was. It's all blocked up. I know. I mean, I'm I just can gonna imagine. Swim. It. Like, I need help. I'm drowning. <laughs> boat, save me. And just this boat's going to have to. Right. Boat. Right. <laughs> It's just slowly paddle your way. Like, right? Down, That's right. That's right. You gotta like partner up with like Crystal Coast and be like, free beer. You'd <laughs> be like, I'll take them. Okay. Cigars, beer. <laughs> That's exactly right. Shoot. That's funny. That's yeah. awesome. But yes, he'll be here. That is all. That is All of that cool. to say he'll be here I don't think we've month. ever gone down there for any of the fishing tournaments. We have not, but I hear about them every single year. I just know really? so busy. So apparently last year they tried and tried to tell people to stay away. Really? And like 10,000 people still showed up down there. Yeah. I heard they had like a big boat race last year too. 
I heard Travis Pastrana was in it. Which he is, was in it. That's exactly right. Rider and a freestyle. Wait a minute, is what now? A motocross freestyle rider. Okay. He used to do motocross, now freestyle, and now he. Well, I should say now he does a little bit of so everything. So what's the difference between motocross and freestyle? Motocross is strictly racing on dirt bike tracks, and then freestyle is basically going off of ramps and doing tricks. Yeah, okay. He's like flips. He's flipping. Yeah. He created a lot of tricks, like a lot of tricks. Like he created some of the backflips that, like double backflip, I think he was the first one ever to do that in like a competition and land it. Wow. And I think it was X Games, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, he created a lot. I mean, everybody knows Travis Pastrana. Come on. Right. But he was in that. He was in that boat race. Yeah, yeah, I remember he was here. He, he's a little bit of everything. I think he does like rally car driving and all mm -hmm. that. But I was in fact that was in the fall. Yeah. Early fall. Yeah. But it was in the fall. I was amazed by that though. But did not know that was happening. I was like, You could hear we it. it. You could hear it, man. I was when I, from home I could hear it. Oh yeah. They're probably racing back there actually, yeah. right? Did they actually even go right back there? No, they went they? from the they went from they went from I think just before the bridge, through the bridge, or at the bridge out. They went through the Warhead waterfront, like not through the waterfront, but around it. Was it like laps of it, or was were they no, kind of like point outside? A to point B. There's no way to lap it. Like I don't think. They I might think have, so. but I'm not sure. Well. I'm not too sure. I'm out here talking like I'm an authority, and I wasn't even there. None I just heard about it, though. right? Like, yeah, this is what they do. <laughs> I was in the location, and I heard them. <laughs> I was there. I heard them from home because all the echoes and the sounds. That's pretty That's cool, though. Funny. That you heard them. I heard it was like really cool boats. Like really, yeah. really fast boats. Some of those there. fountain boats, those real long nose boats. Yeah, I don't know boats how you see where you're going, but <clears throat> me neither. It's interesting. Do you have a boat? Out. No, I don't. Have you been on a boat? You used to have, parents used to have a boat, but Not in, in Connecticut. Yeah, in Connecticut. Huh? You've never been on a boat in the ocean, have you? Yeah, we used to go on the off the sound in Connecticut. We have like oh, a private yeah. We have like a private um, ocean out, out. I guess it's not private, but it's not really like an open ocean because we have no waves in Connecticut, zero waves at all. And then if you want waves, you got to drive to Rhode Island, and then you got to go to Musquamica. That's where you get your waves. But we have like a calm beach. I, I mean, it's the sound, I guess you want to call it. What's it called? Old Saybrook. Old Saybrook, Connecticut. But yeah, that's, that's basically. I've been around there. Way back in the day, way back, did a little tubing. Yeah, did a little tubing, but that's really a little bit of fishing. But you, have you fished since you moved here? Like I have off the surf, yeah, off the surf. Done a little bit of surf fishing. Um, I haven't really caught anything spectacular myself. But one day we were at the beach, and there was a dude reeling in. Us. It turned out to be a stingray. But he battled that thing for at least 45 minutes to an hour. Really? It was like it was four huge. feet across. Huge. How'd he get it all? He basically. I think they cut it and left the hook in his mouth. Yeah, well, that's they, I know. not something we should be saying on the podcast. No, <laughs> I was very disappointed, but. Yeah, I think he just let him and pushed him kind of yeah. back in. But it was a cool, it was a cool little battle that we saw. But um, yeah, I've I don't know, I don't know how he was gonna sharks. put this. Yeah, a couple baby sharks. How do you get those off the hook? They're easy. Pliers? Yeah, they're only they're not even like a foot big really. Maybe a foot at most. Oh gotcha. Yeah, they're not very big at all. But yeah, that really it and blues maybe, is that what they call those? Yeah, I mean those things will bite you. Yeah, blues. Yeah. They're good bait now. Really? Get you live one and chop her up a little bit. I don't, I don't know, know if you're allowed to do that. Or not. You are. Okay. Well, if they're you, the right size. That's right. Which they were. Yeah, they get, <laughs> get the get the legal the legal ones now <laughs> and chop them up and use that fresh bait and you'll catch some sharks right there that's the that's the go-to for that that's the go-to yeah because i've tried i mean i've tried squid i've tried shrimp meaning like fishing like you as, as bait. bait as bait yeah you I've eat tried squid 
I don't eat squid. Have you ever eat squid? Actually, is that fried calamari, right? Yeah. yeah. I have. I've had had that. Fried calamari. That's the closest thing. That's the closest thing. But yeah. you've not had like no, not raw squid. So if you were to go to like an Asian restaurant and get like the seafood soup, you're gonna see like the tentacles and everything on it. Like it's good stuff. Don't you? Gotta it's eat just that? like rubbery. It tastes just like that, but it's rubbery. If I'm now, correct me if I'm wrong. You have to eat that a certain way, or else like. So not I'm, that I know of. I don't know. I just eat it. Whatever maybe, they cooked it, I eat. Maybe it's live cow. Maybe it's live octopus that could you eat. I heard that the tentacles can get stuck in your throat if you eat them some certain way. But if they're fried or whatever, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it could not. I don't know, man. Oh, do you eat sushi? I do eat sushi. All right. If you're gonna go have sushi, do you eat sushi? I don't like any seafood. She's a picky. Oh, you don't eat any seafood, and you live on the Crystal Coast. And I work at a seafood restaurant. And you work at a seafood <laughs> restaurant. That's probably good. Yeah. Because if I worked at a restaurant and I liked their food, I would probably be like 700 pounds. Yeah. Like the, there would be a show about me. My 700 pound life. It would be about me. <laughs> I'm going to take my lunch break now. That's right. So, do, where do you eat sushi at? Um, do, do you guys, do you still go with him and he eats sushi and you get something else? Yeah, we've been to Bamboo, New in Jacksonville, and Bamboo in Swansboro. Sushi home from work sometimes. Okay. Oh yeah, her her place, uh, Cribs, makes sushi as well. But Bamboo has very good sushi. Oh yeah. So I've eaten sushi everywhere I go. Bamboo is the best sushi I've yes. ever had yeah. in my life. In yes. e anywhere. It's unbelievable. Now, New is not that bad. New, I don't know New. It's, it's in, in Jacksonville. It's by the Jacksonville Walmart. It's like across the street. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's not bad, and actually, the food like servings you get is a good heaping size. Like you get a good serving for the price. You go to Jacksonville often? We Used to. to. We grocery shop at Sam's Club. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah so whenever, we're sometimes we're in Jacksonville though. So whenever we stop by, we might get on. Have you been to Blend? I have not. Next time you go to Jacksonville, go to Blend. Really? Tell them the Crystal Coast podcast sent you. Smoothie. They do have smoothies. They have acai bowls. They have Nutella, something. It's amazing. It's amazing. Really? They have avo toast with like tons of like shredded, um, not shredded. What is it called? It's called uh, dried red pepper flakes. Like they're just so good. That it's a good thing really they're not good. here because I would be again. We'd be having a TV show about my 700 pound life. TLC special. That's it right there. That's right. Good. That's funny. I yeah. did not know about that place though. What's the most exotic car you've ever detailed? Um, or are you just doing people's big black vans? <laughs> no, not not all the time. I mean, I've had or some Honda really, Pilots. I've had a couple of nice BMWs and stuff. I'm trying to think. Ferrari. No, I had. A, I mean, I had a Maserati. That was a pretty cool. Those one. are sick. I yeah. do like the interior of the Maserati. It was beautiful. Um. That's probably a pretty cool one, but I did have a guy that, that just bought a 57, um, oh man, what do you call it? It's a convertible, 57 convertible something. And he wanted me to detail and I was busy that day, so I could not, but that would have been my nicest car I've ever done. Yeah. And I think I seen that car, that same car, parked at a detailer's shop. Down and it tore me up a little bit driving by. <laughs> I was like, man, I think that's the car right there. Oh, man. It tore me up a little bit. But I think that would have been probably the nicest one. Other than that, Maserati was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. What's, but, have you ever had, have you ever detailed like just a nasty car where like you're like, I detailed it, but like, there ain't much you can do to this thing? I mean, we had a car actually a couple days ago where, um, 
they were they were driving back home to wherever they came from, and they they were here for vacation. And uh, we came after a long day of work, and we had about two three hours worth of sunlight left, and the car was destroyed. I mean, inside outside, it looked like it's just never been clean. Never I think she been said she'd never cleaned it and never would. Herself. I mean, years and years it looked like a dirt built up, so we were able to only get the inside done, but we weren't able to get the outside because it just got dark before and then. it still didn't look good. Yeah, but it, was just, it just didn't seem like it was justice. Like, I just, I wasn't super pumped with it, but the before and after pictures were very nice. They were nice enough for me to post. <laughs> okay. Um, so they were, they came, it came out good, but that was probably the one car that I really wish I had a little bit more time with. Yeah. But... For the most part, if it's real dirty, I mean, I'm and I have another appointment or something. I mean, I'm gonna make sure I get it done right. Yeah, I'm not leaving that job. Until I mean, you were at my house from nine to five thirty. Oh yeah, I spent all day at some at some people's houses. Yeah, now. I mean, eight in the morning till literally eight at night. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, that's just sometimes what it takes. I mean, you can't you can't do a job halfway and walk away from it. You know what I mean? And usually, for the most part, you can clean everything up. When it comes to the scratches and stuff on the outside, that's when it gets tough. Yeah. The scratches are hard. I mean, especially being mobile, you just don't have, like, the tools, yeah. I guess, and So products. you go wherever people are. Right. You show up. So, like, that's the cool thing. It's, like, it's not like people are coming to your detailing shop. You go in your big black van wherever they are. Right. And you just get it done where they are. I like the convenience of being mobile. That definitely, when I was trying to figure out what business to do when I was thinking of what business to go in towards and like what direction to go towards something mobile was really like um it was really something i wanted to do so detailing was like almost perfect i was like man that's like mobile detailers i've seen them driving around left and right all the time so i was like man that's something that can really really work out right there yeah but i like the convenience of it you do boats often i do boats pretty often during um I would say like the springtime, like almost like a spring cleanup. Get ready your boat for the, get your boat ready for the water, and then also when they pull their boat out out of the water for the winter, that's probably like the other time you really get a detail. Yeah. So you have like a little period in between where you might get some like here and there, but not super heavy. And then all of a sudden you'll get like a month where it's like boat, 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 you know, like over and over and over. How many how many um, detailing jobs would you say you have about a week? Shoot, too many. Um. This this month alone, I was I was stacked up to the point where we were going pushing into next month like some dates, which I hate because I really I really like to try to get to everybody as soon as I could because I hate making people wait. Plus, some people just don't want to wait. Um, but I would probably say at least twelve a week. Twelve a week, which is a lot for me because that's yeah. being one guy. I mean, doing it all. So like about twelve a week, I'd say. But it's kind of funny because I'll post, I'll, I will take all my pictures all week and I'll make my posts like on a Saturday or Sunday and I'll like kind of just photo like dump everything and just yeah. do a couple posts in one day and all of a sudden I'll get text, text, call, call, That's call, exactly text, text, right. call. So it works out like that. So usually every weekend gets me set up for the week ahead if, if it's crazy. not already set yeah, up. Yeah, that's cool. So Anything you want people to know that you haven't told them yet? Um... Basically, I mean, I'm really trying to think. There's really nothing much that's anything extra that I'm trying to. Th I'm really trying to think hard, real quick. Um, no, nothing. Nothing really. I mean, 
That would have been a great time to whip out a diamond ring. <laughs> I do have a question. I like that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's hilarious. No, the only thing I would say actually is recently I've been falling into a thing where a lot of people are trying to get me to get, you know, get to the vehicle either that day or like the next couple of days. Um, just being a detailer and, and really any other business, but being a mobile detailer, any other detail business, you got to try and give them a little bit of like a head time. No, at, at least four days. At least four days, just to, just so that way I don't look like a an a hole. Right. You know what I mean? Saying like I can't get there or whatever, because truly I can't. If I can't get there in two days or three days, I'm not lying. And a lot of people with pressure washing businesses. I mean, I mean construction workers. Everybody knows that. You know what I mean? So that's just one of the things. Just kind of keep that in mind when you're when you're trying to get somebody out there or whatnot. Just give them a little bit of heads up. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if it's four days or it could be a month ahead a heads up. Just give them a little bit of a heads up. That's basically it. Um, other than that, I've been loving it. Good. You know what I mean? I've been yeah. rolling with the flow. I haven't had a bad customer yet, and I, I truly mean that. Um, we've had some tough ones, but I have never had a bad customer. I wouldn't really speak like that anyways, but truly, everyone's been good to me. Everyone's been fair with me. I try to keep it fair with everyone, um, especially with my pricing. And always try to, you know, give out my best work. Um, and that's really it, you know. I just keep it honest. And that's what I really like. Keep it honest and then you, hopefully you get honest back. Yeah. Um, really Maddie, true. you want to add anything? Hit up Sleek Detailing for all your detailing needs. I feel like she's like, she's ready for a radio rollout right here. <laughs> And I do want to say thank you very much for giving me this podcast and allowing me to do this with you. Yeah, man, I appreciate it big time. Um, and, and also a big thank you to Be Local Crystal Coast. Um, both of you guys have been, both of your businesses have been very helpful for me with just getting this out there and helping spread the word about my business and all. So I appreciate both you guys as well yeah. as everyone else supporting me. I appreciate everyone deeply. Yeah, we're just trying to get you to get enough money to be able to get that ring, man. That's it. Come <laughs> on, get playing. me there. I just play it. All right, peace the, out. I want the biggest rock. <laughs> hey, babe, what are we doing tonight? Not sure, but I can check out something to do and be local. Oh, yeah. Is that that sticker I see on local businesses? Like on the door, it's white and it says be local? Yep, that's the one. I saw them on Instagram at be local underscore Crystal Coast. And she, Jess O'Neill, had all these things to do. So let's go find something to eat. Let's go find a place for the kids to burn off some energy. And let's get some yummy sweet dessert afterwards. I'm going to go check her out and let's have a blast tonight. It's time for you to go have some fun. Thanks so much for listening to the Crystal Coast Podcast. 